Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Holy smokes, we have made it to June, everybody. Did you guys watch that, that AEW pay-per-view on Sunday night? Were you excited? All those fans and everybody yelling and screaming and going crazy. Well, I know I was. World is changing. Hopefully soon we'll be largely back to normal. And there's a lot of really exciting stuff coming up for all of you loyal listeners here and particularly viewers. But unfortunately, we got to start off with some, uh, some, uh, some news here. Mike Sempervivi will not be joining us here today, everyone. Apparently, Mike said the S, no, the B word, rhymes with itch. I said it one too many times. And I've been told that he has been suspended. And I vowed to work very hard to get Mike back here on this program. But it is an indefinite suspension, and I don't even know when he's going to be back. So he's not here today, and uh, not going to be here tomorrow, and God only knows when he'll be back. But like I said, I will fight to get Mike Sempervivi back here on this program. He disparaged fish talk too much as well, Brian. I just want to throw that in. What? He disparaged fish talk radio? Far too often. Oh, man. Yeah, well, we'll talk, everybody. But anyway, we've got a lot of other stuff to talk about here today, so let's get going. Uh, this uh, program today, we're going to talk about Raw last night, of course, leading to the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. We can recap the AEW pay-per-view because we weren't on the air on Monday for the holiday, and so we've got a lot to talk about there today. I'm going to open up the phone lines for all of you to be my special guest host here today. We've got exciting things coming up tonight on the program. There is so much stuff to talk about because it is, in fact, Tuesday, everybody, and you know what that means. The phone number's here, which we'll get into later, 844-913-2727. That is 844-913-2727. Text messages, 425-780-7566. Back in a moment to kick it off, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 831 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, with Brian Alvarez here, Mike Sempervivi on a uh, indefinite suspension here, and uh, we'll do what we can to get him back here, everybody. Somebody was like, oh, he's probably going to have a shorter suspension than Charlotte Flair. He'll be back on the show tomorrow. What do you think this is, WWE? I'll take that bet. Tonight on the program, everybody, it's a very exciting day. The Brian and Vinny and Granny and Craig show tonight. Tonight is the night that Vinny returns to the studio. After well over a year, I think it was March that he left the studio. That means it has been 15 months since he has been here in this studio. And he makes his triumphant return tonight. 
And so as a celebration, I was thinking about various things to do, and I thought, you know what, let's just bust out the liquor and just get ourselves totally sloshed. And then Vince said, well, the problem is I'm driving to your house, Brian. i got to drive home. Uh-huh. I guess that's not going to work. I could still get sloshed, but Vinny's got to stay sober. What could we do to celebrate his return to studio? And then I thought, well, he's returning to the studio, and this harkens back to the early days of the website when he debuted in the studio for the Brian and Vinny show. And for those of you that don't know how long this has been going on, we started Figure Four Online, F4WOnline.com, on uh, June 12, 1995. Just a quick history, and then I'll go into all the news. I don't want to bore everybody, but it's my show, and Semp's not here. So I started the newsletter on June 12, 1995. That was my uh, 20th birthday, June 12, 1995. I started the website on June 12, 2005, which would have been my 30th birthday. So a lot of anniversaries. I was going to do June 12th, the return of Vinny, but I decided I was going to bump it forward here. So the key is he's coming back here tonight, and I thought, what can we do? What can we do as a flashback? And everyone always goes, oh, you know, I always loved those early those early shows on the website. They were so fun, blah, blah, blah. And I've told people a million times, this is selective memory. This is nostalgia. Those shows were terrible, and they sounded horrible. Oh, no, Brian, we loved them. All right, fine. Tonight, on the Brian and Vinny Show, we will be doing a, I'm talking, full retro 2005 show. You can probably figure out what that means. If you can't figure it out, you're going to have to watch the show tonight or listen to the show later on. And I just want to make it abundantly clear. Man, if I hear one complaint about the quality of tonight's show, I'm going to be really mad. Because you guys asked for it. You asked for a retro show tonight. So you know what? You're going to get a retro, a full retro show here tonight. And if you don't like it, too bad. We're going back to 2005 this evening. Of course, if you're a subscriber to WrestlingObserver.com, you can download the show when it's done. If you are a video subscriber, and I'm talking any of the video services, you will be able to watch the show live tonight. It will take place at 8.30 p.m. Pacific, 11.30 p.m. Eastern. It will be live on all video platforms. So make your plans for the show now. What will be we, what will we be watching, you ask? Well, if you go to my Twitter right now, i got a link to it. I believe it is the first ever TNA Impact Wrestling on Spike TV. What, people say? I thought you said you were never going to review TNA. Well, believe it or not, Vinny is the one who volunteered to watch a 2005 Impact show so that we could, in fact, go full 2005 retro. So we will be watching it here tonight. And as noted, all video services, you'll be able to watch it live tonight. So 8.30 Pacific, 11.30 Eastern. Do not miss this. Granny's going to be there. Craig's going to be there. Vinny and I in studio. I'm busting out that absinthe again. Oh, it's going to be a party tonight. So make sure you check that out. And I got some hints, by the way, on my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez, if you want to try and figure out what's going on tonight. 
And one last thing here, very quickly, then I'll stop talking about all this other stuff. But we have a, a YouTube channel, obviously, video.f4wonline.com. If you sign up, you can watch full-length replays of all of these shows. You can watch Wrestling Observer Live, Figure 4 Daily, which, by the way, yesterday's Figure 4 Daily with Tom. I mean this. I realize it's me saying this, but you can go and read the feedback. It is an all-timer, okay? But anyway, you can watch all of those. And I've had a lot of people that subscribe. They've gotten mad at me, and they're like, well, I pay for YouTube Premium, and I watch all of the shows, but every other every other thing on YouTube, background play works, but not on your members-only channel. I hear this every day. Bro, I don't know how to do it, and I can't find anybody that knows how to do it. There does not appear to be a setting to allow it. So if you have a members-only YouTube channel, and you know how to enable background play, tell me I'd be happy to turn it on, but we can't find any setting to allow it, and so I don't even know if it's possible. But I have heard your feedback. I would like to help you, but we have unable to, we've been unable to find out how to help you. So that's all I can say about that. So if you know how, tell me, and I'll do it. But quit yelling at me, because I'm not doing it on purpose. I would like to enable background play, but it doesn't seem to be possible. All right, on to the news. Finally. So the AW show is this weekend, and uh, there's a lot of things that we know and a lot of things that we don't know. The AW pay-per-view did not do a ton of searches on uh, this Google machine here. It did about 50,000. And uh, the last show, Revolution, 200,000. So four times the number of searches for the last show. And uh, WWE shows do significantly better than that as well. So not good in terms of, of Google Analytics. However, the pre-orders for the show were actually trending uh, higher than what the Revolution pay-per-view did. Now, those were pre-orders and everything like that. Uh, we don't know how anything did, but it does appear that the show is trending to be very slightly below what Revolution did. Revolution was the most watched AEW pay-per-view of all time. So there's a very good chance that uh, this pay-per-view here is going to end up doing the second most buys of any AEW pay-per-view ever. Now, the other thing, and this is so irritating, it shouldn't irritate me, but it does. I can't post anything on Twitter without a bunch of nerds yelling at me that I haven't posted the AEW numbers. Bro, I don't have them. The moment I get the AEW numbers, I will put them up on Twitter. Obviously, the reason that everybody wants the numbers is because they know they're going to be terrible. I have said they're going to be terrible. I have told you they appear to be 40% below what they did on Wednesday last time. It's probably going to be somewhere around 560,000 viewers or something like that. It's going to be bad. So if you want to get excited about it being bad, just get excited now and quit yelling at me. I don't have the numbers. The moment I have them, I will put them up on Twitter. But I don't have them now. And it's also a holiday, so I'm not going to have the raw numbers either. So just leave me alone. When I have them, I will put them up there. SmackDown did terrible, but I didn't put those up either because those are the overnight numbers. We'll probably have those numbers in a couple of days. But the overnight numbers, 1.755 million viewers and a .4. It's terrible, but bro, Raw's going to be terrible. SmackDown's going to be terrible. AEW's going to be terrible. NXT is going to be terrible. They're all going to be terrible. Like, if you want to throw out the reality of why all of these shows are terrible right now so that you can celebrate that AEW did poorly or Raw did poorly, go for it. But it doesn't matter in any of these cases. 
everything is going to die until the NBA playoffs are over and until everything stops being preempted. And then it's going to go back to normal for a while. And then football season is going to come and, and Raw is going to be massacred again. It's just what happens. If you want to cherry pick and be excited about this or that, knock yourselves out. But, like, you're driving me crazy. So would you just shut up about it? I'll post the numbers when I get them. You weird creeps. Oh, I hear the music. Talk about hearkening back to Iyada. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 
800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Lots of stuff to get into here today. We got uh, Raw last night, but I think I'm going to start with this AEW pay-per-view here, which I thought was just a fantastic show. So much good stuff on this show. It wasn't perfect. There were some highs and lows. But overall... It's pretty great, and it was actually pretty great, largely because this was the greatest crowd ever, and uh, we had people there. Denise was there. Other friends of mine were there. They said whatever you saw on TV, it was like nothing compared to being in that building with that crowd. They made the show at the beginning, and they made the show at the end. Hangman Page and Brian Cage had an excellent match, which was like, I don't know, three and three quarter star match, but with the crowd, it was like a four and three quarter star match because they just absolutely were going just insane for all of this. And uh, Hangman got the win, and it was a very good match. The story was that Ricky Starks and uh, Hook tried to interfere, even though Brian Cage told them not to. Their interference directly led to him getting pinned. He got very upset with them afterwards. It's a it's a trope, but it actually plays into the storyline which is going to lead to Brian Cage no longer being with this crew. Young Bucks versus Moxley and Kingston. Bro, what a match. I mean, you look at the Young Bucks and you look at Moxley and Kingston and you don't even know what to expect because they just were completely different styles. But the one thing that they can all do is wrestle. And so they had a 21-minute wrestling match. And it was so great, and the Bucks are the best heels, and the fans lived and died when the babyfaces made the hot tag. It was just fantastic pro wrestling. And they hit Moxley with, like, five straight BTE triggers. And they pinned Moxley, by the way. They didn't pin Kingston. They pinned Moxley, who is the bigger star. And that could be. I don't know this, so don't, like, write some stupid story about it. But he does have a child due any time. So he may be staying home for a few weeks, and then he'll come back to television. But it was interesting that they pinned him. We had Jungle Boy winning the Casino Battle Royal, last eliminating Christian. And it was one of those matches where when you're watching the match and it comes down to Christian and Jungle Boy, you just get that feeling that Christian should not be winning this match tonight, even if that was your prediction going in. And he didn't. Jungle Boy won. And in two weeks, it'll be Jungle Boy versus Kenny Omega which should be a excellent television match. Cody Rhodes beat Anthony Agogo. This was the weakest match on the show. I mean, Anthony Agogo, he's only done short matches. And they've rolled the dice, so to speak, many times. Guys like Shaq and Jade Cargill, and they announce these matches. And all I can think is, tape this match, dude. Something goes wrong, just tape it. But no, they got to do it live. They roll the dice and they go live, and it's paid off every time, except this time. Match was too long. Crowd was absolutely dead. Anthony Agogo is so green. I mean, he's just green. And I know some people were mad that he didn't win, but you watch this match, and in no universe is this guy ready to beat Cody Rhodes and get the big push. The story they told at the end was, he couldn't do it today. Someday, he'll be able to. But it's not today. And I watched the match, and that's the story. 
it's not time for Anthony Agogo yet. Miro beat Lance Archer. They just beat the heck out of each other. Notice I said heck. Try not to get suspended myself. And uh, Miro put him in the uh, game over, the former accolade and referee stoppage. Britt Baker beat Hikaru Shida to win the AW World Women's title. And this match was a match that had its ups and downs. Very good at the beginning, not so good in the middle. Fans got into the end, and they went crazy when Britt Baker won the title because she's a heel, but boy, did they want her to win the title. And she did, and they went crazy, and she is your new champion. Darby Allen and Sting beat Scorpio and Ethan Page. 15-minute match. They did not hide Sting. This bro's doing dives off this big platform thing onto the heels. He's doing his stinger splashes. He's running wild. And he got the pin. He got the pin over Scorpio Sky in this match, which is probably the happiest day of Scorpio Sky's life because he was the biggest Sting fan growing up. He got to do a match with him and put him over. So that was a lot of fun. Kenny Omega, Orange Cassidy, and Pac, 26-minute uh, three-way. And, of course, the uh, I've mentioned this on every single show, but it's just it bears repeating. Everybody always complains about the stealing the pin finish, and they cry about it, and they complain about it, because WWE does it all the time. And what do they do in this match? Pac comes off the top with the black arrow. Orange Cassidy throws him out of the way, and he tries to steal the pin, and it was the biggest pop of the entire match. And then Omega kicked out. So finally, there is a huge impact-level schmoz at the end, where Don Callis interferes. He pulls the ref out of the ring. Kenny Omega beats up the referee. Kenny Omega hits Pac with, like, all four of his championship belts. Second referee runs in to count the pin, but the dude kicks out. And finally, Kenny Omega cradles Orange Cassidy for the pin. The whole idea here is that you're supposed to be angry about this. That's the idea, because Kenny Omega's a heel. Don Callis is a despicable person. The idea was to get heat and get you angry. The problem was, this was the fifth time on this show that somebody had interfered in a match, and in one example it led to the finish, in others it did not. But, dude, if you're going to do this for the champion to get heat, maybe do it one more time. Five times, overkill. And then finally, the main event of the show was Stadium Stampede. I've said it before, I thought the match was just the... It was, a, it was a match, it was a poem, is what it was, where it starts as an empty arena match. There's no fans. It's pre-taped. Uh, it, was, it was 80% pre-taped, by the way. Some of the stuff in the, in the back that you think was pre-taped actually was live. And then stuff at the end when they came out in front of the fans was also live. So point of this is, it just, the beginning of it, it just brought you back to the pandemic days because we had just seen this great crowd and they're at ringside and they're going crazy and it's so much fun. And all of a sudden we're back in an empty arena match, a cinematic match. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this again. But then they brawl out in front of the people and the place goes nuts. And Sammy, who is the one that uh, surrendered on behalf of the inner circle in the blood and guts match, he gets the big, the big win over Sean Spears. They play Jericho's music. The baby faces are hugging. The crowd is singing. It was the story of the pandemic over the last year, and it was the happiest way to end this show. It was awesome. I love that pay-per-view. I don't know about the rest of you.
but I loved it. And then, like, that was followed the next night with Raw. You guys watch Raw? I watch Raw every week. It actually was not, like, a horrible Raw, but if ever there was a Raw that was, like, there, well, that was this show. We had Jimmy Smith debuting, and he was better than Adnan Verk. That's all I can say. If your bar is set so low that you thought he was great, like, that's good for him. It's good for you, too. But he was better than Adnan Verk. That's the best that I can say. He's got a ways to go. They brought The Miz back. It was horrible. Blah, blah, blah. And this led to a two-minute time limit challenge with Charlotte versus Nikki. Nikki runs away for two minutes and wins, which means Charlotte has lost. Rhea has lost. Nikki has won two times by running away. Now the two losers will wrestle for the title, and the person that ran away is the number one contender. Then we had Randy Orton defeating Xavier Woods when he used the bro Derek, which of course Riddle was so happy about. Reginald beat Shayna Baszler when voodoo occurred, and fire came out of the poles, and Shayna was distracted, and uh, Reginald ended up rolling her up and pinning her, which led to a segment later on. We had a bunch of interviews for the main event tonight, which is a rematch of Drew versus Kofi Kingston with the heels uh, banned from ringside. Mason T-Bar beat the Luch House Party, was just there. They had Sheamus challenge both Ricochet and Umberto Carrillo back-to-back because they had humiliated him last week. And Ricochet beats him in a minute with a distraction roll-up. And then Umberto beats him with, you guessed it, a distraction roll-up after breaking his nose with a forearm. Sheamus bleeding all over his white body. Ah! And, of course, I guess that's going to lead to a three-way or whatever. Mandy and Dana beat Naomi and Lana. It was, God bless them, it was horrible. It's just four people out there trying to do gymnastics on a wrestling show. None of it's good. I mean, I said it last night. I was a wrestler and a gymnast, and I was insulted by this match, so it was not good. We had Cedric beating Shelton. Same exact match, same exact finish. At least this week, it was 28 seconds, so that was good. AJ and Omos beat Elias and Jackson Riker when Elias walked out on new babyface Jackson Riker. I don't think I need to say anything more about that. Alexa's playground with Reginald. Shayna shows up and beats up Reginald. Next week, she sits down to chat with Alexa and says, we need to have a chat next week. I guess she's going to write it down or something. I don't know. But yes, she doesn't like Lily. Shayna is feuding with a doll and Alexa Bliss. And finally, main event, Drew McIntyre defeated Kofi Kingston. They had a great match because it's Drew McIntyre, and Kofi's great as well. But, I mean, Drew is determined, no matter how horrible the show is, he's going to go out there and he's going to try and save the show. And they worked so hard, and they had a really good match, and Drew beat him clean in the middle of the ring. There was no interference. There was no distraction. And so it'll be Drew McIntyre versus Lashley at Hell in a Cell for the WWE title. So it was there. Show's not going to do very well. But what can you do? Back in a moment with your calls, Wrestling Observer Live.
need to set up Johnson's quarterly review. Janowski Investments keeps portfolios profitable, but a double client base calls for double the advisors. Hello. Hi, Janet. I'm so sorry. Pulling up your portfolio right now. Give me a sec. Indeed can help them hire the people they need. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. The double play! It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Oh, back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Lots to get into here today. We're going to take your phone calls. I want to know what you thought of this weekend. Talk about AW, you can talk about Raw, you can talk about... Memories of 2005 at figure4online.com. What do you remember from that period? What are your fond memories of those early days? And will you get those fond memories tonight? I guess we'll all find out. All righty, let's go to Harrisburg. You are on the air. What's going on? What's going on, Twitch, homie? It's Nate from Harrisburg. 
So my question for you is after Drew now is the number one contender yet again, who will need to win more Allen himself, Bobby or Drew? Since Drew, I know Drew keeps on losing, but I feel like we haven't seen enough of Bobby's reign yet because he's only been facing Drew. So who do you think should get the win? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. And uh, here's the thing. Like, I don't know, because uh, there was something interesting that happened on Raw last night. And uh, the thing is, I know people hate comparisons, but too bad. That's what we do here on the show. If I watch AEW and somebody makes some comment, it makes me think. Because they don't do things for no reason. And every now and then there will be something that's never fully explained, but those are rare. That's why you remember them. Whereas on WWE, it's like seeds get planted all the time, and I always try to figure out where things are going. And maybe at the time that they planted that seed, there's like a a uh, there's a reason for it. But nine times out of ten, the next week, Vince just goes a totally different direction. So it's like I wasted my time even trying to figure out where everything went. The reason I bring this up is because last night they were doing some interviews for the main event. And Drew was talking about how, you know, Kofi Kingston... You never even got your your rematch against Brock Lesnar. I beat Brock Lesnar. And then Kofi goes, you know, why'd you have to bring that up, buddy? Why do you have to talk about my family? I did something you never did. I, I, beat, uh, I beat Lashley. So then they go to Lashley. And Lashley offhandedly in his response said, why are they talking about somebody that doesn't even work here? Oh, that was interesting. So when I heard that, my initial thought is that they are building towards Lashley versus Lesnar because it's a match they have not done. It is a match that people have been asking about for a long time. And uh, maybe that's their plan for SummerSlam. Maybe that is their plan for WrestleMania, etc. So... When I, when I hear about, well, they're finally doing this uh, Drew McIntyre-Lashley-Hell in a Cell match, which may be in the cell for all I know that hasn't been announced. I mean, there's that party that thinks, well, man, I mean, they've, they've feuded for a long time. Uh, you know, Drew's got to win. But if they're going for Lashley versus Lesnar, then Drew loses and he needs to move on to something else for a while. So I don't have a good answer for you because I don't know what they're doing, okay? But I do know that everything that I said about when they plant seeds, it's like, why even bother trying to figure out where they're going because Vince changes his mind the next week? The one exception is usually when he deals with his absolute tippy-top main eventers, okay? So, for example, if you've been watching this this Roman Reigns thing that they've been doing where he's just massacring everybody and he's stacking dudes like Cordwood at WrestleMania, why do you do that? Who is left that Roman has not massacred? Well, there's at least two obvious answers here. One of them is John Cena, and I do expect that to be the main event of SummerSlam. And the other is The Rock. And Roman Reigns, from day one, has talked about how he's the tribal chief. That's a seed that was planted a long time ago. Now, the problem here is, is Rock able to do another match? Is is Rock going to have a movie where they're like, bro, you can't take any bumps? 
you got to remember that Rock hasn't wrestled regularly in years and years. And those last matches that he was doing years and years ago, he got hurt in every single one of them. So, I mean, he's like almost guaranteed to get some sort of injury if he does another match. He's obviously doesn't need to ever do another match, but that does appear to be a seed planted where that's a match that they want to do. So I'm wondering if the other match that they want to do, their big match when fans come back, is Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. So I guess we shall see. Let's go to Allentown. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, just wanted to ask you about what do you think AEW is doing to get the younger talent over? Because, I, I mean, I'm thinking... Even outside of Double or Nothing, watching Elevation last night, Jungle Jungle Boy comes out and blows the roof off that place. And I'm just wondering, what is the difference between what's going on with AEW with younger talent and what the heck is going on with WWE with younger talent? Because it just seems, like as you say every week, it's the same guys, always in the same matches. We're not seeing anybody new. Thank you. Yeah, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, the answer is obvious. I mean, AEW... They want to make stars, and they want to make young stars so that these people can be main eventers for years and years. And WWE, I'm sure they would love to have a young star, but the difference between WWE and AEW is that Tony Khan appears to trust his younger talent to carry the show. Vince does not trust his younger talent at all to carry the show. He only trusts the people that have been around forever. That's why we see the same people doing matches all the time. We see the same main eventers all close to or over 40. That's who he trusts. And why? I don't know. Maybe he gives people his three weeks and he doesn't like what they do. And so he's like, I keep doing this and it fails every time. I'm just going to go with the guys that I know. They're not hurt. Uh, their names. I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. I mean... One company really wants to get younger stars over, and one company doesn't. Although one company now, apparently, they don't want to hire anybody unless they're younger. They're 27 or younger. I think it's back one of the uh, official decrees again. It's like, I guess hire a bunch of young guys, but, you know, we don't have any faith in young guys. You should be hiring young guys, but there shouldn't be, like, an age limit. I mean, if someone's good and they're 33, hire them. If, if someone sucks and they're 22, don't hire them shouldn't be like an age limit or the old, oh, you've got to be 27 or younger and at least 6 feet tall and at least 220 pounds. Let's go to Bellows Falls. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Brian? It's Dagan. Yeah, I live close enough to Bellows Falls. Uh, hey, show a shout-out to the Twitch homies. Um, I want to get your thoughts on... Uh, Dangerous Techers becoming two-time IWGP uh, Tag Team Champions uh, last night. And uh, I know your former co-host, Mike, there, uh, said that he thought the matchup between the Dangerous Techers and G.O.D. is getting a little stale. And I guess I kind of agree with that, but, you know, I, there's they have limited options with the pandemic going on and everything. But I uh, just want to get your thoughts on that and uh, if you think uh, Miho Abi's return had anything to do with it. Uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. Well, thank you very much for the call. Uh, yeah, so, you know, the thing with, like I've mentioned before with New Japan, like a lot of those uh, a lot of those secondary titles, your never titles, your uh, junior, even your regular tag team titles, I mean, they change hands a lot. So I normally don't read anything into it. I don't know if I should read anything into this one, but 
I mean, there's obviously there's a lot going on in New Japan with the foreign talent. We've talked about it uh, for a long time now. And, I mean, maybe that had something to do with this. I don't know. We will know somewhat soon. If you don't see Tamatanga Tangaloa, one or the other, on tours going forward, well, then you know. If they keep doing shows and everything is fine, then they just took the titles off them because they want to do something different. We shall see. I hate to be cryptic, but there's all there's always something going on the last couple of months. Let's go to uh, Montana. You're on the air. What's going on? Hi, it's uh, Jack in Montana. I want to uh, talk about um, Double or Nothing, and uh, I want to um, my well, my criticism of it. I, I enjoyed the show, but one problem I had with it was uh, the audio problems because I've been reading comments of people who are at the show, and they said, you know, when they watched it uh, back. Uh, it, it was much like it was way louder there live than uh, than when they were watching it, and it seems like that's been a problem for a while for, with AEW shows. And uh, just want to talk about that. Thank you. Bye. Uh, I want to thank you very much for the call. I don't think there were any audio problems. Like I've been to I've been to a million WWE shows where you go there and the crowd's going nuts, and you go and watch it on TV, and the crowd is not going nuts. I mean, I didn't see any audio issues at all. I mean, the issues were, at the beginning of the show, the crowd was going crazy, and in the middle of the show, they weren't going crazy. That's not an audio issue. That's an issue of, it was very hard to follow that Young Bucks match. And then between that and the Cody match, I mean, they killed the crowd for a while. And then the crowd came back there at the end. That's not audio issues. And another thing, because I've been to a lot of shows, and when you're in a building, and there's fans all over the place, you can be in a certain area of the building where the fans are totally nutty, and there's other portions of the building where the fans are not totally nutty. And so depending on where you're sitting, you have this impression that the crowd is either much hotter than they actually are or not as hot as they actually are. So there's always things going... Like when you go live and then you watch on television, this used to be a problem. This actually was a problem with uh, Ring of Honor shows, if I recall correctly, where, like the crowd would be really hot and they'd be really quiet and they'd be really hot and they'd be really quiet but when you watched it it was like they were quiet the entire show that is a miking issue when the crowd is hot early and they're not hot in the middle that is not a miking issue that's the crowd so i didn't notice any any issues with it and it just depends on where you are in the crowd let's go to the phones you are on the air what's going on Hey, Brian, just a couple quick things. I, I, first off, I thought Double or Nothing was fantastic. Jungle Boy winning the Battle Royal was the pleasant surprise of the night. But I actually wanted to ask you very quickly about uh, something you mentioned on Brian and Vinny. You, uh, when they announced Chicago as the destination, you said, see you there. And uh, I was wondering, is the uh, Observer, or are you planning on doing any Q&A, any kind of thing built around All Out? Yes, we are. I don't know all the details Excellent. yet. Oh, we don't have all the details yet, but uh, we are going to be there. We are going to do a Q&A and uh, some other stuff as well. So, yes, we will be in Chicago. Awesome. Thanks for taking my call. Yep, no problem. Yeah, who's going to uh, Chicago, everybody? See you there. Look at the Twitch chat right here. Everyone's, oh, Punk's going to be there. Dude, they're in Chicago all the time. Punk's never been there. Not saying he absolutely 100% won't be there, but 
Ah, Return of the Rat. I get to meet Brian in person for the second time. I get to meet you between the rats or whatever your name is for the second time as well. All right. Sammy Guevara got the pin in the main event of AEW's signature pay-per-view of the year. Darby is on the top of the world, teaming with Sting. Jungle Boy is super over. He's just won the Casino Battle Royal. I am so happy and overjoyed with the booking of the homegrown talent in AEW. Person here says, For everyone complaining about the Kenny Omega Orange Cassidy finish, WWE overused and ruined roll-ups. Other companies who were forced because of that to not frequently use them shouldn't get trash when they do them once a year. All the matches in the Flair vs. Steamboat trilogy ended with roll-ups. Most of the things WWE does nowadays shouldn't be canon the larger. Well, my issue with the finish is not that it's a roll-up. My problem with the finish is there were run-ins on five previous matches before they did this run-in and finish. That's the problem. We can do a roll-up. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, Just let us know, and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. 
Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Seem to have a lot of confusion here in the uh, Twitch chat about what's happening here tonight. It is a retro version of the Brian and Vinny and Granny and Craig show. We are going back to 2005 when we first started, when Vinny first stepped foot in the studio in 2005. We are recreating that tonight. Vinny returns today. Yes, Craig will still be on the show via remote. Can't do anything about that one. And Granny will be on the show as well tonight with her usual segment, although it will be a little bit different, but she will be there. And uh, we will watch TNA Impact, I believe the debut on Spike TV. The link is up on my Twitter at Brian Alvarez. And it will be live. However you watch these shows, we will be live tonight at 8.30 p.m. Pacific, 11.30 p.m. Eastern. So log in early and get ready. And it's going to be all live. It's going to be pretty interesting because I try and get Granny hooked up and everything like that. So it'll be an old school retro version of the show. You asked for it. And I don't want any complaints when it's over. I'm giving you what you asked for. Sometimes you don't know what you want, as Vince McMahon says. Well, what you want is what you're going to get, whether you like it or not. That's coming up tonight. So check that out. And of course... Tomorrow, I'll be back here on Wrestling Observer Live. As noted, young Mike Sempervivi saying some naughty words, talking trash about Fish Talk Radio. He's on an indefinite suspension. I don't know when he's going to be back. So we may have some guest hosts over the next week. Or maybe I'll just go solo and uh, just get her done. Anyway, I want to thank you all for listening. We'll see you tonight live, 8.30 Pacific, 11.30 Eastern. However you watch your videos, refrwonline.com. Thanks as always. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Callers and listeners over to the studio. Dom, big shout-out to Fish Talk Radio. Bye to your 1090 AM. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.